You know what's You're funny? funny. <laughs> Your face is like because trying to understand the biology of it all. I didn't. I, I it's, didn't. It's actually I'm a thing. People say that. Mentally I prepared to even conceive that. That's, we can I'm have that conversation out, off air. I, trust I'm me, there's a lot of things. Out of the element completely. Yeah. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. No, 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 wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm your boy, Stephen Smith. I'm joined in studio today with Yannick Brand, the brand. Hello, hello, hello. Get a little clap for that. He's I'm a kidding. social personality, but he's a lot of other things, a lot of other titles, a lot of other hats being. You already worn. snow. And one of the snow. The, uh, snow God damn. <laughs> and, and one of the people in my life that consistently gives me a different perspective on how to see life. Um, Yannick, Yannick is a challenge. Yannick is a challenge a to talk challenge. to. Yes. Because Steven is, um, y'all know Steven, y'all have been listening to Yana Steven. <laughs> Steven is always, I have thoughts. I have and then thoughts, I would just, And the thing is, no, Steven, I have thoughts, eh? And then what, what I do appreciate about Steven is that he, he is stubborn and he is oh pig-headed and he's a lot of things. But he does listen and do. he, most times, most he times. does reflect and kind of understands where I'm coming from. And yes. he definitely appreciates the pushback. But today we're going to be talking about colorism. We, we have... Colorism. Yeah, we're going to be talking dun, about dun, colorism. Dun. We're going to touch on some racism. We're going to touch on China and this whole LeBron thing. The NBA. The NBA and the... Uh, Who'd have thought? I would have been... The NBA. The China's control. And then double lids. Double lids. Steven learned what a double lid surgery is. So hopefully uh, you guys I, listen I, and you guys can. I just didn't know that was. Yeah, a thing double lids are a thing. Double lids right. are a thing. All right. So first and foremost, we're gonna do a fact or fiction section, and Yannick, we're gonna give you five statements. We're gonna ask if they're true or false. Five one time. No. Just oh, one oh, time. oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. You're gonna be fine. shoot one at a time. Okay, number one. In Japan, Ronald McDonald is called Donald McDonald due to the lack of a clear R sound in Japanese. True or false? In Japan. Ronald McDonald true. is called Donald McDonald. True. It's absolutely 100% true. Yes, because I know that's how, again, I, I know my culture. I told this before I knew that Yeah, you were before in. I'm like versing this. Yeah, no, I know that because I know that they, they can do ours. Koreans as well, they have an issue. And imagine you have R in Korean. They don't want to call yeah. it Korea, Korea. Co- correct. Yeah, they, they, they have issues pronouncing it. The, no, they ah, say yeah. it in their language. In Hangul, they say it, but it's like not Korea. But it's like uh, R's are just hard to, to, to uh, pronounce. Like a lot of English words are hard for them to, to enunciate. Yeah, oh, wow. they, they, they tongue heavy, pretty much. So, yeah. Those heavy tongue Fun words. fact. <laughs> Number two. You can change your Facebook language to Dothraki. You can change your Facebook language to Dothraki. True or false? <laughs> what? Y'all are weird. False. It's absolutely false. But you oh. can change it to pirate. Yes, pirate? yes, you can change your Facebook language to pirate, and it changes everything on Facebook to pirate. Like no, ye, ye bottle of messages and oh wow, yeah. ye, oh, ye Yale House. Yeah, how I'm going to the Yale House. How Yale do you feel in this morning? Yeah. Like yeah, wow, that's it's fascinating. All right, number three in Spanish, the word espas, esposas, 
esposas means wi- both wives and handcuffs. In Spanish, the word esposas means both wives and handcuffs. True, True or false? True. True. You know Spanish? Yes. See. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I definitely know it means wife, but I then I was like... I feel like I... these questions are way too easy for you. I don't know But what yes, you're about. batting 100%. Yes, it means You just jinx me. I'm so the next one wrong. And handcuffs. All right, number four. 2.6 million Kenyans practice the sport of naked night running. 2.6 million Kenyans practice the sport of naked night running. True or false? (laughs) How would I even... False. 2.1 million do it. It is is true. 2.6 million Kenyans practice the sport. Well, I was off by 0.5. Night running. It makes me feel... Like, wow. I still don't want to go to Kenya. I know what I'm about to do when I leave the studio. Okay. <laughs> Not naked, in this neighborhood, sir. Naked You running. find another neighborhood. Naked Bird Rock is running. a classic place. Naked running. All I'm right. like, uh, excuse me, I'm Kenyan. It's my culture. Oh, Jesus, Naked please. running. Jesus. Uh, that's, this, oh. this, you need to that's go back to Kenya. I have to look that up. I want to see what, what? that entails. Um, I think I could see tail. Okay. All right, number Next. five. You know, <laughs> the last one. The record for the youngest male, male in Minnesota was set by a 15-year-old boy who was elected in August of 2012. The record for the youngest male in Minnesota That's too was specific. set True. by... It is false. What? Oh, was it another month? What, like, what kind of... No, it's not. It's a bigger gap. In Dorset, Minnesota, a three-year-old boy was elected male. Goodbye. How am I supposed to... Three years old. You Dorset is a community... for less. Dorset is a community of between 20 and 30 people and is known for its annual Taste of Dorset Festival, during which the new mayor is appointed. According to Yahoo's Shine blog, the people pick their mayor by randomly pulling a name out of a hat. Three-year-old boy. Anyone can enter the mayoral race Uh as long as he or she pays $1 entrance fee. Um, Robert's mom, Emma Tufts, told the blog that her son actually campaigned for the job by handing out pins to local business. That's cute. Yeah, it's very cute. Good for him. It's, I think he just uses it to pick up young girls. How young are we talking about? (laughs) Did he say what year this happened? I think it happened in 2013. Okay. So he's already giving it up because it's every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. It's more like a figurehead. It's like, yeah, it's a figurehead. Yeah. It's actually not he signed. Maybe he signed stuff, but it's a figurehead. With the fingerprint, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Fingerprint. Three years old. That's crazy. All right. So, Yannick, what food is delicious but a pain to eat? What? What food is delicious? (laughs) But is a pain. What food is delicious? But is a pain to eat? Can you add, you do it first? Do you, can you do first? Sure. And then maybe I could. I love lobster, but what? Yeah, cutting out lobster is, is, what? is difficult. Also, I like lobster snapper, today. Snapper, but uh, snapper is also a pain, pain to eat. It's a pain to eat. It's just I don't like eat. Like I don't like t- to go through it. Huh? I guess maybe now that you say it, lobster. Yeah. Cause not, like I don't. Not I choke. Tail. Oh lobster no, lobster tail is good. Yeah. But like yeah, crab. Crab. Oh, crab is the a pain. crab legs. Yes, cracking them and then, but where went? It's a had, lot of work for a little one, bit of playoff. Where I had one the other day, and I was trying to play it off, and I bit into it trying to crack the shell open, and the spine went into my inside of my mouth, and I was just like. It, like it, jab, it yeah it, yeah the jab I think it was a lobster it was a lobster uh, but it was oh it was in St. Louis it was a big lobster and like the kind of 
thing. Whatever. Uh, the yes. legs? Yes, the legs, I guess. There was something or towards the head part. Mm-hmm. There was a, and it was like, I saw the meat and I see it. Uh-huh. And I just, but, yeah. and it went right, spine went right in my mouth. I was like, Ugh! And I was like, oh, wow, I did it again. <laughs> like, I really had to get the meat out of there. So, like, trying to get you it without the part. proper utensils yeah. and in front of other people. Because left to me, I would just, like, like really get in there. Yeah. But I was trying to, you know, in front of respectable people. I wasn't trying to make a mess. But I, I, wanted, I wanted to get all the meat out of it. But, uh, I, yeah, I, so it's I've a learned. I've learned to just... Um, to just cut my losses with lobster in front of people. Yeah, you just eat the tail just and eat the do tail your best. And then try to walk you into the main area and, and then left the little and leave it. Of flesh. Because yeah. like it just gets everywhere okay. and then when you start cracking the thing, it just it flies all over the place. What an and icebreaker. That's a good one. Uh, I never thought of that. I I just I don't like it at all. Alright, so Yannick, um question. Um Whoa. have you ever lost an opportunity because you were black? <laughs> Yo, what kind of questions is the show? Where's the door? Let me get out of here. Have I ever? Have you ever lost an opportunity because of your skin color? Can I counter that? Sure, go ahead. and say I've had opportunities because I was black. Really? Hear me out. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me. Because again. I know where you're going with that question, mm-hmm. and I actually agree where you're going with that question. But for me. And I think for us in a predominantly black community, uh, community mm-hmm. and island and country, and like experience, because the Caribbean experience is a different experience than a lot of oh, people. Mm-hmm. Correct. So where you're going is a valid place. But for me, I can say I've got things and I'm going to go with this. Uh-huh. Um, I was offered opportunity to cover a fashion week event backstage, my first ever. I wasn't even into that. Um, from someone I met a year prior. He uh-huh. was double booked and he asked me if I would want to do it. Literally because we got on on the shoot. Since then, we haven't spoken much. He had my number and hit me up out of nowhere. I was just sitting on the board one day and he messaged me. Can you cover our show tomorrow? I don't know what I'm doing. I said, <laughs> sure. Um, he's also black. Uh-huh. So that began a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Put on my dandan, dress up and say, got on backstage the next day. Put on his dandan. Yeah, like, you know, I, I fixed up. A new, is this a, a No, old, it's, it's a, a thing. It might be a Nevis thing, a Nevis thing. Oh, dandan, you, you know, you yeah. fix up, clean uh-huh. up and be in a nice clothes. Oh, you know I'm I usually bathe, but no, okay. You, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you <laughs> fix up, you smell nice. Dandan. Go on backstage. Uh-huh. The other photographer's gone, dirty shoes, um, hoodies, and these are people who are shooting for big publications and they were just dressed real dirty so I was kind of confused I was like oh wow I'm just like I'm one of the models I'm just like them who are walking yeah. so I was just like oh this is interesting so fine I did that then he asked me how was it I said it was good I actually have another one the next day can you do that yes I remembered seeing this black lady at the first event that I had mm-hmm. just looking at her fine the second time I, I saw her again I was like cool and I watched that she was taking photos with her phone and s- crazy how life thinks she found my instagram and i found hers and she came and said oh i love your work i was like i love yours your pictures are crazy mm-hmm. and this is just us being black and talking that's uh-huh. it like that's the only thing it was uh-huh. she looks cute she had a cute little fashions we spoke that was it and she said are you covering any of the shows the guy was done with me like he was like is it oh i'm so happy you got to experience that that was it uh-huh. and i went to those events under his name um, with the press pass fine so then she said are you covering any other shows I was like oh no I was just doing it for a friend she books me for six other shows what are you saying with my name 
That's how I actually started doing like backstage photography, like that, because uh-huh. of her. She worked for a PR company and I had no idea. She was the chief marketing manager for um, Purple PR in New York. And they covered a lot of shows that were really, really big. Again, this was just because we were both black and she gave me the opportunity because she said she loved my work. And of course, she wanted to give me opportunity. The initial one, he loved my vibe from the shoot that we were on together. And we were both black. So it was just like, even though that we are in a minority or we're in a subset of people we find a way to maneuver and we, for me, I feel that we extend our hand back and mm. bring forward because she didn't have to do anything. She really could have commented on my post. She followed me, DM'd me, all that. And she could have come on my post and move on. But because of her, I started doing that. And the feeling of going to um, this 16-story building, you're going up, Im- imagine those big um, warehouse elevators uh-huh. in the back. And you know, you're going to um, the press desk and you're like, you know, everyone's white except for her. She was actually at the table. And I came there and they're like, oh, what's your name? And everybody's just like, oh, kiss, 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 letting their friends in. And they're predominantly white. And I went and I said, Yannick Brand. Oh, he's here. Gave me my press pass and went upstairs. I went upstairs. There were four or five other black photographers. And we all automatically went together. We literally all I just grouped up. find that. That's interesting, huh? Yeah, and, and like grouped up. This room and this particular one was one of the biggest shows that I covered and tons, it was, it was mayhem, just complete chaos. And we all just grouped together. Who are you shooting for? Who are you shooting for? What's your Instagram? Exchange back and forth. Love your work, love your work. How did you get to do this? Who are you covering? Oh, I have this at six. I have that at seven. And we just all start blacking up. And we start attacking the models as a group. a group yeah we just started shooting and then oh go to him over there go to him over there and we worked together in that for, so wow. for me That's the experience has been interesting there have been times where I can see people formulate things in your mind because of my color mm-hmm. and when I open my mouth I don't possibly sound like what they assume I may sound like mm-hmm. um, so I have experienced that but I have experienced the plus side of being, being black. Being black or being To being me, darker. I feel being black or being darker is in this space, in, in this time, because I feel it's like a bit of awakening. Even though we do have issues of colorism, I feel that being black is lit. Like, I feel like royalty. It is, to me, is wild that as, a, a, as the world, as a globe, people love our culture. And let me, let me specify mm, that. Because people yeah. love our culture, but they don't love us. So let's separate that because that is yeah. a profound thing that we have to understand. Because these Asian people who have dreads and all that, they can't, you could get 70 dreads. You still ain't gonna understand how it feels to go through what we go through. Because they're not, they're not gonna go through that though. Correct. Because so the, for me, the, last, the last opportunities don't, don't well, apply it's to not, them. Let me not say that because Asians do have, um, they're not. They have their own. Because we their can address own, that. They have their own colorism within their, their, their community color, as well. Exactly. And what I found out is that like within the Asian community, as you said, there's, there's, there's a breakdown of, of color even in that regime. You yeah. could be darker later. Indians even have the in, same India, thing. India, India. When you see all the Miss Indias, yes. not one of them my complexion and if you go there are Indians that are darker than I am yes they are yeah 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 and all the ones they push forward are the light skinned green eyed brown hair I think there was this movie I'm not so sure if it was Slumdog Millionaire 
It might have been. I love uh, it that might movie. not I love have. That I love that movie. It might have been that movie. I might not have been that movie. But I remember. I remember seeing, um, like the darkest Indian person. I think it's probably I've some ever seen. And I'm like, I didn't know wait, that they even have. I didn't even know there was this like level of dark in India. Right. Like, I assume, because of what they put out there, that everybody was light brown to really light brown. Like, I thought, again, growing up, that's what we thought everyone looked like. And the thing is, even here in Saint Kitts, like, the, the Indians that we see, they're usually brown to very light brown. And you don't see yeah, any... Yeah, rarely you see, like, dark, dark browns. Dark Indian, but... They Obviously, exist. they exist, and mm-hmm. there is an, a number of them in India. Yeah, there's a sub. They they have them grouped in a small area too. There's a section where they just in a place in India where they just have everyone is that complexion, and they like to think that you speak differently. With well, they do, they do speak differently there, and the opportunities that they are afforded are different than the people who are lighter. So it does aggress. It does um, happen in other races, and people always like to go to black, and. But when we, and to me, that's when you're talking about racism. Mm-hmm. When you're speaking about colorism, that affects all races. It does. It does. Be, mm, it does. White. No, 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 no. It does. Yes, white. You remember when the Irish came to, to America? Well, yeah. Okay. So we can teeter-totter on that. For yes. me, I believe it. Okay, it might be real. But for every other race, I feel it is much easier to... Identify. Identify. That, yeah. okay, that's what I'll say. Of it's much easier to identify somebody who is completely pale like yeah. in South Korea the actresses are more they're, the wider actresses are more beautiful they're considered stunning top beauties and you have to be this pale thing to make it I, correct um, India like we said uh, those Asian countries that are people who are darker skinned they're not considered conventionally beautiful the, um, you know, the Japanese are gorgeous and they're this and they're um, sexualized but then you don't hear about their people who are tanned uh, like a Thai people it's, it's not it's not the thing. same it's not but a you thing. know in Japan I think in feudal Japan I understand where it came from mm-hmm. um, when it was a feudal China I think it was China in China they used to have like I think it's, it's this kind of paint that used to paint the skin pasty white. I know the geishas used to do that. The geishas in Japan. Yes. Used to pay, 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 all yes. of them. Paint. Wait. Unrealistic. And the unrealistic, like a very white, white. Mm-hmm. Powder, basically. Powder. It's mm-hmm. basically like yeah, talcum powder. powder. Yeah. Now, the thing is, the reason they used to do that is because the higher up the nobility you are, right, the less you would see the sun. Yes. Yeah, that, um, that's exactly what I read as well. Right. Is that being in the sun, of course, you'd be darker. And it's the same thing as what we have in, like, the black community where you would have the house slaves or the, you know, they were kept inside because they were lighter skinned. They're probably mixed with, yes, with they were massa. because they were closer so, to him. Correct. So yeah. they were kept inside and the darker ones were in the sun. Fine. So, But even in Asia, they had that same thing as well. Because if you're white and pale, you're obviously inside. You're obviously rich. You've never touched a rice paddy. You've never done any of that. No, no, no. Because you're in, a, in the sun all day. You must be tan and have like cracked up skin and stuff. So that does exist there. And for me, um, white also personifies purity. And that's, that's why sad, you wear... It's, it's just... The nature of the beast, and it's fascinating because you don't even think about it, that white personifies purity and black personifies darkness, despair, sadness, and everything bad. And it, you just it's just interesting to look at. I, and I, I don't want to be one of those why. people who, because the hoteps, as I was trying to tell you before, it's, it's a whole thing where they feel that 
everything means something. And to me, I am not there yet, yeah, where yeah. I am not one it's of the people lot. who believes it's a conspiracy theory and everybody's out to get us. And I've had like arguments with family members who, you know, they say everything is a race. Hello, world. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're experiencing, is this, oh, we're getting into Guy Foxism. Is it Guy is it Guy Fox? Not yet, but he's getting there. Somebody's getting into Guy Fox. Next week. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's a wrap. I'm yeah. not going out. Next week, next week, um, my birthday thing is on Sunday. And then two days after that is Guy Fox. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. even, I haven't done that in so long. It's gonna be Fun crazy. fact, one time I, I, I don't think I was allowed or I never really talked to my parents about having a bomb. Anyway, I went to uh, public school and I brought one home and I wanted to bust it, but I didn't want to do it so they, so they would know. I was so stupid. I went into a closed storeroom in the back that we like put storage stuff in. And I don't know why. And I left it off India with me in it. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. What happened? I was stupid. The place light up. Everything was like smoked out. I in there coughing. I had to like push the door and broke it. And then I just like close it back. And I just walked inside. And I was like, nothing happened. I almost like choked. I could have choked to death in there and just in the smoke. I, was, I wanted to see it like go off. Uh-huh. So I just like in there and I just like, I, it, was a, it wasn't like one of those that shoot up. Oh, okay. It was one of those like smoke bombs or something. Jesus. So I just like watching it like, yeah. I just think, well, mom and daddy know that I brought a bomb home from school. And then those ones that used to, that? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they cut, I wasn't allowed to. It's like clutter. Yeah, 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 whatever that is, you used to got a little box and yeah. you got a little like they roll up in like a little um like a pyramid. tissue paper yeah tissue paper and you sort of yeah yeah I still love them things man the, anyway. you could tell you're that kind of kid that probably flipped your eyelid but, I um, I did that once didn't like it didn't do it again yeah I can't flip my eyelid I, I, he had this guy on the street and used to just walk around with it and it's like dude that doesn't that hurt it 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 it's weird we're I, wild back to colorism not yes. flipping our eyelids. But um, <laughs> don't flip those eyelids. Don't man. flip those eyelids. Not for the color, because then the wind changing and stick so. Again, we were so dumb. That was dumb. Don't make it feel like the wind changing and stick like that. Things we tell kids. That's something to, that you you heard in Nevis, right? That's not. Uh, what? Is, never, you have never heard that in Stephen. Never. And I grew up. Do in not the come for Nevis. Stephen, don't come for Nevis. Nevis is not that bad. Everybody, people in Singapore, don't I never do your think face it's like bad. that. And no, because you make it seem like that's such a weird thing. Don't. Oh, don't let the wind change on your face. Because you've never heard that. I've or if never. you see something, you're like, bless the Mac, so you don't get it. or some, It's a thing. I've never heard what? either of those. those. Oh, I wish this was a thing people could call it because I need someone to back I've me up. I've never heard it. Yes, you said bless you're the Mac. Sure you sure you haven't? Because you yes, grew up, when you, you had you see, days. No, but if you see something and like, you're just like, and you try to, oh, the person who has your mother or something will be like, oh, don't do that. Bless the Mac, so you don't get it. You don't, let's say you have like a big gash on your hand and you're trying to describe that to somebody. You say, the boy, you have... And they say, don't, don't do that because you're putting it onto yourself. Like, you know, I'm putting it in the atmosphere, oh, whatever. So it's, so again, people are very superstitious. It's very much so. Yeah, I, I grew up with people who are super... Yeah, well, I don't know about that. But I, I grew up with people who are superstitious. So you always say like, in England, yeah, so don't, don't, you bless the Mac. You don't want to get that. I you, anything, no kind of thing. You don't want any of that. So, uh, wow, we're so wild. Yes, yes, yes. So what we're saying basically is that colorism does exist and... With the leading question that you asked, has my color stopped me from achieving? Uh, uh, has it has it um, stopped you from having a, an opportunity? Has it limited your opportunities? Because I could tell you honestly, for sure, it's, fa- it's for been sure. a double-sided thing. It has like I said, been. I have described that situation where I benefited from something. If I maybe if I was a white male, she, her, and I wouldn't have connected on that. 
level I because you we would have connected with all someone the other people right which is you could look at a glass half full or half empty but for me from that experience I can say it maybe worked. we won't have connected we just saw each other and it was automatically black up yeah. that's literally we just black up and we moved on and I got from that because of that opportunity opened my doors to a bunch of other things when I started posting um, the work other people started I, like realizing that I was a now a fashion photographer mm-hmm. for fashion week then I'm now using uh, my press passes, hiding the title and getting into other events and meeting all kinds of people, Whoopi Goldberg, Miss J, and again, blacking up. I met these people and I approached them and for whatever reason, for me, I feel that in certain spaces and definitely in like photography and like the fashion realm and not in the business world because I feel that's where you can that's where you can speak about yeah. mm-hmm. in terms of our skin complexion, how it's affected, but in other sectors, in places where we know that we've been oppressed, like when they had black models who there was only allowed one girl at a time, now it's this big awakening to where I used to, sh- I shot this guy I worked with and he is from Senegal. So he is, Senegal! So he's very dark. Yes. And I used to work with him and I remember... Like I, black. Yeah, he is. And I used to approach him all the time and said... I would love to show you. He's, and he was 17, 18 at the time. So he was very like, oh, I, I don't know. Like, I've heard this before, but what, fine. Fast forward after probably two months of me hounding him, like telling him it's okay, like it's not what you think it is. He like literally had to ask permission of his parents. He's Muslim. It's a whole thing. Oh, wow. We shot some shots during lunch. He posted them on Facebook. He got signed to Red Models. He is now one of the top models out uh, these years later. Kid you not. He's doing campaigns for everyone. Everyone, like being flown so to OT, Germany. So you're just starting. I can, people's to me, careers. I don't even think I, he he posted. Like I started his career. I'm done with the you. brand. He he posted that I have done it because again, if I didn't push him, who knows when he would have started. Mm. But during there was a time where he wasn't getting any work, and I told him stay with the agency. I shot him again during that time to have more work so he can. Yeah, um, show things because again I personally believe because it was colorism why he wasn't getting any work because mm-hmm. on the roster. That was a lot. On the <laughs> roster, he was one of the darkest people and he wasn't getting any work. Uh-huh. And he used to come to me and, and complain. And I said, just keep at it, keep at it. And now I keep, like, I will show you after this. He mm-hmm. is top. top so model. it's when you're in that space where you knew he brought other friends of his mm-hmm. that were from Senegal and dudes that he met in school, he brought them onto his roster and they're now also models. So there are times when it could work to colorism does work to your advantage because when you understand the concept that what colorism is or how it affects your sector whatever it is you can maneuver in a way that you can align yourself with the right people and it's the thing you propel know, yourself forward i think what you're talking about is something that's positive and i'm happy that happened for him but at the same time, like I said, a double side. You yeah, because there's an exclusive. Totally left. You be, yeah. there's, there's an exclusive process because if he had a, a light skinned brother, like would he have been excluded because he's not black? You know what I'm saying? Like he's not matte black. Um, a lot of the times, okay. When I was in the, my furthest memory of colorism was when I was in grade one. Mm-hmm. I was in grade one. There were two guys in class. One of them was two of them had the same first name, Sadiki. So how we used to, you know where this is going. Nice. How we used to differentiate them was black Siddiqui and white Siddiqui. Now, at the time, like, we were kids. It's not like we like, you know, trying to be racist. But you this is know. just, you don't, know, you don't yeah. know what you're doing. You don't know better. Right. You don't know any better. But like, 
Most people gravitated to light skin, white, white Siddiqui. And two of them are black. They're not, you know, they're not white When you're city. young, you grow up saying things like Blackie Chan and all kinds of awful, and, and then awful, awful names. So that's what I'm saying. Is like even in our community, as like of as course, physicians, we, it is, it is god awful. Because um, I remember one time I was talking to my girlfriend, and she said like when she was younger, she was in class with this young lady. And again, I'm just going back to the like back as far as possible. She was in class with a young lady who was very light skinned and the teachers them used to just treat her completely different. Like. You know, don't go outside in the sun. Don't, don't go play She's no off. sports. They handle it with kid gloves. Yeah, yeah like, they treat us special. Like, like don't bang all like the rest of students them. Like if you black, you could blow in me because you can't tell, you can't see the sewers them. But if you black blows in us, light skin, you ah. can see everything. These kind of weird things. No, Trevor, no, the same thing. If you look into him, he has the same, a very similar experience. He has a white father. Trevor, no, no. I love Trevor. No. I yeah, know his whole story. He's, yeah. a, he's a funny as hell. He's but, amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. I've seen him with his grandmother and he speaks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. he talks about it and he says, like, when he was younger, he used to be treated very differently to his, his, his cousins. His cousins. Yeah. Because they were black. Whenever he was involved in the troublemaking, like, he would just get a least amount of blows. And it's the same thing, like, in a lot of homes, like, in St. Kitts, where you have children who are lighter skinned right who just get treated very differently and there could be siblings with like blood siblings you understand like have the same father and mother and you look at them and they get treated very differently um to one case you get the good color yes you get the good color and i hate that skip you them them kind of things like i would wish and and all of these things of course i think they stem known from a level of racism because we always saw like the white as better. So like you would have, like when I was growing up, especially when I was in high school, you'd be like, don't be with he, he black, your children, them gonna come out black. You're gonna cancel your child. If you're dark and your girlfriend dark, nighttime the, come, the you child, lose them. Yeah, you lose your child in midnight. Like stupid these, things we say. But then, but then look at what these things do in the long term to somebody who has a dark complexion. Like what, what limits are you placing on these people who think that like, hey, I'm black and I'm, I'm okay. one time I remember we went to, <laughs> I'd say a lot of stuff in one. I remember one time I went to, um, I used to go to church a lot more than I do now, but we had a, a play and I watched a recording of it like a couple of years ago and something that was said in the play, because the plays were never like, they were never like fully written script ways. They were just, they just call them skits, mm-hmm. right? Which is mean you're just freestyling. You, you know where the plot's supposed to go. Improv. And you're just improv. Yeah. Really. And, and, and the guy, there was this pastor, he was a youth pastor at the time, and he said, um, well, watch me now. What was she waiting? She won't do it. Me. She won't make money because I'm black and ugly. And everybody started laughing. It's not even funny. The thing is, <laughs> it's the thing is, funny. it's not funny. We are now looking at it from a, no. We're, we're now looking at it from, from the lens of, okay, we're we seeing that this could be very destructive behavior, right? But at the time, when I saw it, everybody in the church laughed. It wasn't just like, it wasn't anybody like with any like, hey, you know, that was bad to say. It was like, yeah, no. ha, 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 ha. With evolution, with time, I think that's why. You're sharing a light differently. Yeah, you show things how it could be. Because again, I'm sure I've engaged in things that were um, making fun of people that were darker, but I am now just coming to terms with my complexion. To be honest, what and is it, your complexion? I feel no, like, like me no, and you are the same. No, no, no. Color. But, correct, correct. But I just mean. Uh, maybe I'm. Black you have to understand. I'm black I on the inside. Left Sinkit when I was fourteen, uh-huh. and I went to Canada. I was in boarding school, and in my grade, just imagine, 
there was only two of us. There was me and a Jamaican guy. That was it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was white or Asian, predominantly white. That was all I saw. Every class I had was just me and him. Wow. So for me, when there was like school dances and because it was our boys' school, they used to bring on girls' schools to then, you know, to oh, mingle. That's cool. And yeah, it was cool because again, as opposed to a co-ed school of 560, you have an all-boys school of 560, and then you have an all-girls school of 560. 560. So the odds are actually in your favor when you're in that school. So <laughs> anyway, unless you're black. Because <laughs> the girls would come, and they would choose... Guys who were... White. Like them. Because even... Not even like them, because even oh, wow. Asian girls... No, even Asian girls dance with the white dudes, and even the black girls dance with the white dudes. Yes, it's real. Because again you are trying to breed out or you're trying to, you know... Lessen. Elevate. You're trying to elevate. The next Because generation. to them, they're looking at all the white girls as well. And, of course, the white girls are going to the white boys. So for them, they want to... Again, we're, we were young and, and you yeah. don't know any better. Now, it's a whole different experience for me. But then, looking back, I get it. Yeah. Because the white girls are talking about their white boyfriends and you're trying to belong. So you want to be like them. So you do the same. So we were passed over and looked over. Oh, woe is me. But it's just the reality of it. So for me, I, I don't even talk, I've ever talked about it, but um, I wasn't all too pleased. You wasn't too pleased? I wasn't all too pleased with, you know, my lot in life. What I thought, like, this is it. This is how... I am, and then I would come home for summer and go back to boarding school. They're like, wow, you were in the sun the whole time. And it was just like, oh, wow. (laughs) And of course, yes, I did get darker because I was in, you know, the sun. But for them, it was like, it was something to point out all the time. Because it was a disadvantage, like. Yes. It was just like, oh, whoa. And then your response is always, oh, wait for winter. I'm going to. And again, looking back, that is something that is something you're trying to compensate and for me now, I like it. I love it. I'm lit. And, you, I and feel your, your, your outlook is even shifted to, I'm going to see what positives I can manifest out of this Yeah, position. like for me, I'm not going to sit down and really like, because it could be really depressing if you sit there and look at all the negatives in life. And for me, that's what it was. I was just like, wow, only me and Omar is the only ones in the, the whole grade. The whole grade two. And then when you, I left Washi to where there were a couple people in my class that were, one was half and one was white passing. And people used to come and tease him and call him white boy. And, and That's he, the thing. It's, it's just the, it's the opposite. Complete opposite. And people, like I said, it was a thing for him and he was short. So they used to get done on him and it was just, you don't see it. But then when you are now sent in a situation of the reverse where... You are the minority. Yeah, it, and it was just for that two grades of grade eight and grade nine they were predominantly during those years there was no besides us two that was it in the older classes there were island kids that were from the bahamas and stuff and i then gravitated towards them because again we blacked up and we became a group we literally sat together we did everything together and you finally felt accepted uh to me, sometimes that could be a double-edged sword because it boxes you off from other acti- from it other does. experiences. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, it, so for me, I wish I didn't do that during that time because I switched schools and I went to a place where there were not a lot of blacks and 
most of my friends were Asian. And I sat with them, I ate with them, I did everything with them, and I learned my mind was open to a whole other culture, culture. and experience. When you block off yourself and try to just say, you're only dealing with your own kind, and that goes back to the same point, people, you, you, we only, oh, black business, this business, that business, we, black money, and then we're keeping everything for ourselves, or we don't, we're closing ourselves off. To me, I find it very limiting you limit yourself from cultural experiences that you would never have just being in your bubble. Because we, you don't understand, we had, like, we used to sit together in the back of um, the auditorium. People would try to come. Three dudes would be on the edge of the seat to tell them, no, go around. And we, they would, yeah, they would move and let us in. And you felt like that was something cool. You felt cool. Because we were just like, oh, we're in this, you know, you're in the Islanders. And sometimes they would be, people would be rowdy in front of us. Like, again, it's an auditorium, it's a bunch of boys, so they're making noise. And the teacher, whoever, the presenter would say, Islanders, calm down. Because they assume that, that we're the ones rowdy. making noise. Correct. When sometimes we were just sitting there. Sometimes we were allowed, but it was always, we were singled out and it was like, Islanders, chill out. Because we were the only ones that sat in that section and we blocked all of you off. Everybody else may know where they sit down till this day. I just know the last three rows in the back of the auditorium were for us in this sub, because it was like center, like aisles down the middle or whatever, and just this section to the third, right in the corner in the back, in the darkest part. We, that's where we were, because for whatever reason, we felt being the darkest part and in the corner where nobody could really pick us or ask us for any input on anything. That is awful. Yeah, but I again, mean, in retrospect. Yeah, in retrospect. But then you felt, because I think it was a, it was a feeling. Because you would walk in with your friends, and for us, there was just the two of us, and everybody else would be white. We'd all walk in the auditorium, and the older kids were grade 12, which is what, fifth farm, fourth farm, and stuff, would be there. Oh, I, my nickname was Lizard, for whatever reason. I apparently look like one. Uh, great. So they said, Lizard, come, I and I would... you look like a lizard. I, then. You're I had like Yannick a, with glasses. Round, circular Harry Potter glasses. And I was short. <laughs> and I had like, my hands and were just still the same. Like they were long and I was a short still. I didn't hit my goal for it. basketball, man. You'd have been great. But I was short at that time. So I used to run. So they used to just be like, oh, come, you know, come through. And I had to be like, oh, later. I would like to <laughs> tell my little wife, later, I'll see you. I'm going to go, you know, sit over here. And I would just sit there and I feel, you know, you feel if like you, you're doing something right, but you weren't. No, you're just marginalizing you, Because I cannot tell you one thing about a lot of the people I went to school with. Uh, a lot of the Asians, I did not know anything. I'd come home and it would be the same island people from there. So when they ask me, like, you learn, you know, no. Why not about um, Korean barbecue? Why not about? So I spent those two years not expanding my horizons, living in Canada, not expanding anything. Because wow. I would go, I would be with them all the time after school with them, go up in the dorm room, they're doing their, you know, sliding up, doing their thing, mm-hmm. go back to my room, walk to the dorm, sleep not interact with the people around me. I had, like, Mexican friends and stuff, but it wasn't that serious. They did their thing, and I just went to my room. Come home, on breaks, I'd be in Toronto with my cousins, more Caribbean people. Come home, I hear. So during that time when I'm supposed to be expanding, expanding, I was just the same. I could have stayed in Washi, to be honest, Um, because... I didn't, didn't learn anything. I it didn't. I like the education was cool, but the experience and the friends and the circles that I had, I, it was not fulfilling. And looking back at it, it's crazy to me that I was put in a position where I could have made connections with people from all around. That time I did later, but when I think about who was in that school, 
and the kind of money that was in that school. Yeah. And I was like, I would have been traveling. I would have been going yeah. this way with you for break. And it was later in the other school, I then started on breaks going by my Asian friends and, and eating their food and learning how to cook their food and experiencing their culture and just kind of noticing that sometimes we're actually not that different. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of like Taiwanese people, a lot of Taiwanese culture and the, the morals they have, they actually coincide with us. And when you feel like only us to do this kind of thing and our culture is this and where we're unique. Parenting, everything. Parenting, they have a lot and they're stricter on strict, a lot of things. Yeah, they're stricter and yeah, and you don't understand it. You just believe like, oh, Asian kids, guys, so good. Black. No, 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 no. When you're Asian, you're either a doctor, a doctor. Y- y- your life is predetermined. Doctor. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if you, you fail, you get, you get yeah, to be an engineer. Yeah, yes. That's actually what it is. It's like you have to be a doctor yeah, yeah. and that's it. And they had to top of the class. Africans are similar to Correct. Africans. Yeah, they, they have Nigeria, a lot of, Nigerians they have a lot of pressure on them to be a doctor. A certain thing. Yeah, we could go it. with doctor, engineer, but yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it is not no guy in a color. It's doctor. Doc, yeah. Surgeon. Medical surgery. Surgeon. Yeah. That's it. No psychiatrist. No. 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 no, no that's that. not a thing. We don't believe in expressing with feelings. No. No. No feelings. So again, those are things that we can identify. And with. even who you could fall in love with. You see, the thing is, it's not Closed. just. It's very close. Look, you are going to fall in love with this empress here. That's yeah. it. And the thing is, during that time like high school and stuff, they, everyone used to date everybody. You used to date whoever you wanted, but at the end of the day, when you go home and you graduate... You know you're getting married Yeah, too. I know a girl who was uh, Indian, like from actual India, and she did what she did, did what she did, and she was betrothed and she had a, a doctor. He was a doctor. And she was a doctor. She was valedictorian. She was one of the smartest girls, but her goal, well, her goal, her parents' goal was for her to marry this doctor and the, that the, was her life. And she is probably married to him right now and have children. But that was her lot in life. And she was somebody who was headed to be a doctor herself. Mm-hmm. But her goal, well, their goal was for her to, to marry. I, I learned something lately about like Indian people and I, I have to say it's something that doesn't gel well with me. Like even if you become a doctor, like if you, you could make accolades, if you go back to India, your primary station in life is taking care of your parents offspring and your parents that's generally what it boils down to all of you are, and I think there are other cultures that do that as well yes yeah there are definitely like, other African cultures that, that are exactly, like that exactly it doesn't matter what you accomplish outside in, in, in the west like when you come back home there are traditional rules that you have to play like once your parents get old a caretaker is necessary you are that person not your husband you're gonna home no no yeah. You are that. that those homes don't do well in India. And um, in uh, Asian cultures, when you have a daughter and she gets married, she is now the daughter of that household. Yes. So they view it as they're losing a daughter. Yes, yes. So, so they have to be paid. Correct. Uh, it's crazy. And it's, 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 fa- it's actually fascinating to think of other cultures in that way because you could imagine down here, like you, you lose, you feel you lose your daughter. That's still my daughter. I could still call her when I want. She still got to come over here and visit me and take care of me. And so them, when she's now married, she's, she's now in there. That, that daughter. And yeah. they come over when she's allowed. Yes. And they Witches. visit. And everybody respects you as her mother and father, but it's just like, she still has to go to her husband's parents first. That's and they're still, to this day, to this day, this in South Korea, that's still a thing, to where like, they spend most of the holidays at his family's thing, and you are like their intention server. You have to take care of them. I have a, I have a friend who went to Taiwan. Um, he was on the show previously. 
And he told me that he got married to, uh, I think she's Filipino. She's not Taiwanese, but they met in Taiwan, in college. Mm-hmm. And they got married. They have two kids. I, I love the family. They seem to have a lot. They still of live fun. in Taiwan. Yeah, they still live in Taiwan. I have seen them. Yes, I've seen pictures of them. It's him and there's another family that did the same thing. And there was I'm a there was a sure. meetup like a singles meetup, and I remember seeing pictures of him and his maybe, wife. Maybe. No, it's them. It's them because I, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But that was there's like a bunch of guys. Yeah, they they're older. They're mm-hmm. older, and they have two kids. Both yes. both sets have two kids. They have two kids. Yeah. And what he was telling me is that like is this is similar to that what you were saying, in that. You know, become she now becomes, you know, his family's. But we don't believe in that. Yeah, we don't have that structure hey, what, here. What I mean, what I mean to us, I mean, I mean, she come over here no, all the time. No, 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 she live in Taiwan. Yeah, no, uh, no, no, she belongs to this family. And then the thing is, you know, the amount of decisions that you have to make when you have that union is interesting because it's now where are the kids going to live. You know, where is better for them to live? Is it better for them to live in Taiwan? Is it better for them to live here? Like, they have to be, you know, um, multilingual, bilingual. They have to know English well. That's awesome. Have, I think it's awesome. I, I, think like to I want my child to be multilingual. I, I, I think, want it to be like, I, I bilingual, like, for sure. Because it's difficult for me now to get up and say I'm going to learn Spanish. Um, I want my child to be bilingual, period. Mandarin is a must. Like, Mandarin is a must. Yes, because Mandarin is the language of the future. To be honest, it is. I it, thought English never, was the language of the future. No, no, English is like the language, yes, but Mandarin is a language of business in the future. They say. So for me, I feel that it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt because there are schools in like LA in public school that you learn Chinese. It is like a part of the curriculum. Really? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In America, so it's not. It's it's not a because it doesn't hurt. It's not you're not losing anything by learning a language, whatever language is it, it Mandarin is. Mandarin like really complicated. Correct. Yeah, I started learning it. It's complicated. Korean is easier because Korean is phonetical. So you can translate Stephen into Korean. Without p- period. Like, you can translate it. Mandarin is completely different. You have characters and they yeah. all have different tones. There are four tones and all kinds of different things. So there's this, 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 this. Yeah. And that's one word. But again, Korean is easier because you can just translate and you can learn phonetics. Yeah. You can learn the alphabet and it becomes a thing. Yeah. So Mandarin is harder um, than most, so and there are also different different types of Mandarin. Correct. Well, there's Mandarin, there's Cantonese. Yeah. People think that, and then there's Chinese. And there's not. They're not interchangeable languages. No, no. I like, don't even Hong think Kong is Hong Kong is Cantonese, mm-hmm. and um, English, and English. Yes, and Taiwan is Mandarin. China is Chinese, which is just different pronunciation of the same kind of thing. But you can somewhat speak. If you're speaking Mandarin to Cantonese, they could kind of understand what you're saying, but it's still completely different. Yeah, it's a completely so when people say, oh, he's talking Chinese. Is he? <laughs> Is he really talking Chinese, Jamal? What does like, that mean, Jamal? <laughs> like, you, 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 you so, don't have any education in this, Jamal. Correct. I think so you that's, should let and me that's alone. why I look back on it. And now this is such a fascinating conversation to have now because I, don't, I never really thought of it. But looking back, I wasted so much time uh-huh. missing out on learning those things that I then found fascinating afterwards. I was then fascinated by Indian culture. I was then fascinated by Korean culture. And, and people often say, back to the hoteps, that you're selling out when you try. No one is selling out, and you're not selling out by I have learning. Thoughts. You always have thoughts. Let's I have thoughts. Well, first of all, I'm going to agree with you 100%. Even the cuisine that we cook here is, 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 um, is, is influenced by Indian culture. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. curry, come on. Let's just be real. Um, Trinidad is basically that's just kind yeah, yeah. but I do think that other cultures especially it's, and I think Garfield explained it on this show before 
But other cultures have a big head start in front of Caribbean culture. And the reason, yes. The oh, reason yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, the reason I said that is because financially, especially, most cultures have their stuff together. Like, it's not that they're not going to communicate with you and learn from you. Because, I mean, any Chinese that came here, and I'm going to just call it broad Chinese, any Asian... Racist. I'm not going you know, <laughs> to... I'm not trying to be an Asian. I'm no, not trying I, to no, be I, Asian. I just say, yeah. But I know. Any Asian that comes here, they assimilate to the culture, and they assimilate quite quickly, in my opinion. Within a generation, they're able to speak fluid, Kittishan broken English. Where you on? A five dollar girl, you look good, eh? Yeah, come, come by the thing, yeah, man, and stop yeah, one. Yeah. So, because you know who I'm talking about, I know exactly what you mean, right? But what I'm saying she's is, good. she's, she's good. very good. Yeah. She goes, sweetheart, what should I call him? Who are you? I don't go in there much. She's fun, she's she got pot, pan, weave, everything in the Every, same place. Everything is real, yeah, in that convenient one, spot yeah, and cheap. Or the hole, the, the little hole, yes. And she got next, next business. hole, yeah. Yes. But, that, so but from it's that, not, yeah. it's not nice that we call and she plays. No, 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 she but it's business. But that's what they do in the sense of just to diverge real quick. But that's what they do, they get a small space, and from that, they branch off into other things because things. she has yes. from that technical hole that little small door you go in it's a whole other world and then she has now moved all over to the other place yeah. and it is a whole thing and I think she has other businesses from that hole so when I say that it's I, I've seen another business too you know where the fish shack is yeah, yeah. oh they're over, they over close there I don't know if it's her oh not but her there but there's a, a spa, there's a Chinese restaurant in That's front it's not restaurant there's a Chinese supermarket convenience store oh, yeah. in right front there, right, right next to them Right the blue thing? To, yes. Oh, because I saw it for a, rent. It, they, they rented it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's really cool. They rented I personally, it. I, I'm open to that. I am. I am. Th- there are things. Not, not today. I know we're going. Gonna, I'm no, going to no, no. say it because yeah, you, you can say it. it. No, you can say it. But you it's said a whole, it. And that's what I said. I have thoughts because yeah. I don't think for anywhere, shape or form, that the black diaspora in the Caribbean, we don't have our stuff together. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. Tell me why. I'm going to tell you why. Because that's all I had to say. No, I, no, I can tell you why. Hmm. <laughs> because this is, yeah, yo, because it's a real thing. Because again, when I switched schools, the blacks in the second school were Africans. Uh-huh. There were no other Caribbean people in that school. Mm-hmm. They were Africans. And they were quick to tell us that we had no culture. We took culture from them. Everything that we have is from them. Um, all came to things and they cost and blah, blah, blah. And we actually got into a physical altercation over the things that they were attacking us about. Fine. But I feel how everybody else has everything else together. Everybody else know where they stand. Yeah. Americans are here. Yeah. Mexicans are here. You know who you are. You're, you're, you're British. You're there. Spanish. Chinese. Yeah. As a Caribbean people, I feel that we attack each other on our possible differences when really we all are the same. It's the same thing. I've been to St. Lucia. I've been to St. Matthew. And I've been, it's six and a half a dozen. That's basically what it is. It's like. Minute. The changes are very It's very, very different. There's different tones or whatever. But everybody is so bent on proving why this one is better than the other. Yeah. And it's like at the end of the day, that is why people will bypass us and don't take us seriously because we ain't looking at the bigger picture. Nobody And cares. this goes to colorism as well. Yeah, nobody when we are cares looking about 36,000 people 
people uh, people might kill but together yeah, exactly people might if kill we were together million people, yeah if we were together might then kill but if you're talking about oh the island there yeah, this that 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 ah you got ah you got care down there and it's like girl you got the same thing wait like the same thing the same care about the stop every single country when you ha- when you go island hopping it's the same thing you land you see the same old house you see the same <laughs> burial ground the same the same houses and stilts don't even talk about that. I just saw them down there and, I, and me was like, what stilts are you talking about? Stilts. In 2019. In 2019. And they're but building that's them. The that, that's, that's, that's the culture. That's the culture. But here we are, not us, but you know, there we are talking about, ah, oh, we're better than them. We are all the same. And that's and that, that goes to colorism, back to go back to our, yeah. our main topic, is that at the end of the day, when we are talking about dark skin, light skin, brown skin, half, whatever, from the lens of somebody else, we are black. That's it. We are, and that's what I want the message the to be today. We, we are all black. All slaves. We're all black. None like, better than none. Like you say, we realize that slave and yeah, you're still a slave. slave. You're still a slave. No, now we could bust off. And you can't go to the front door. No. You gotta walk around. Exactly. The movie theater upstairs. When they're eating, the most you could do is stand up on the side and wait and watch and watch. So, so, so all of the things. Oh, you were rape last. Ooh. It's, what are you talking about? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a fascinating topic because, again, we don't even see the, the negative effect that it has on us or it has had on our people, anyone. That when you're viewing, you know, and I think it's, it's really easy for black people to, more so than a lot of other people, because to be black, you could got too dark. Parents and get a light child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's you know what I'm saying. It's it harder for other people, other races, for that to happen. Fine. So for us, it could be a mix. You, because in my house, my dad is dark, my mother is lighter, I'm dark, my sister is lighter, my brother is dark. So it's just a mix up. A mix up. Mm-hmm. All the same, you know, mother, <laughs> father, different complexions. Does that make my sister better than me because she's light skin or she's brown skin? Heck no. no. We're still black. But here we are hanging up and focusing on the wrong things. And it, it's to our detriment. We are now like fighting a losing battle because we hear arguing about, oh, I don't respect us. But then in the one thing, we don't respect us. Because bloody black, eh? Whew. What's that skin nearly purple? It is awful. As you're sitting there. It is me and you are the same licks. So exactly. it, like the same police gonna lock us up. But then so, to me, to me, even even when you when you talk about like high like especially on the high color spectrum, say you are uh, and I hate this word, I don't know how to say it. Um say you are lighter, you have a lighter complexion than than me, right? How our system works, I think that you have a big disadvantage as a high as a light skinned person. Why to, I said that I'm gonna say this. I have two examples of people who I've gone to school with. Not Black Siddiqui. Them, they don't, I don't know where them <laughs> White Siddiqui. White Siddiqui, I don't know who he got. Shout out to White Siddiqui. I don't wherever know. You are. Shout out to Black Siddiqui. Power on. Power up. And you see how I just said shout out to White Siddiqui and not Black. I'm so but sorry. Both of them, both, no, I'm happy that you said it because both of them still were Black. It doesn't yeah, 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 really yeah. matter. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I've seen, I've seen young ladies who go through this school system, the education system, and because they are light-skinned, they are not treated with the same, they're not given the same amount of measures, the same amount of hoops to pass through. Of course. The same, they're not pushed the same way to excel at any particular thing. It's like, but she pretty, but I watch out a pretty nice color here. That is the claim to fame. Butterscotch. Exactly. Look what she here coolly. That's the... Watch the edges. As, as much as you might see it as, a, as, a, as something that's good or something that might be like a, a, an advantage it's not because you are not being pushed to ex- excel like the other the black person would be pushed to excel when I say that 
in order for you, if you don't have beauty, and I'm not saying by any means, I'm saying that lighter skinned people are more beautiful. I, 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 I've dated I, I know where you're going. I know you're going, but for me, I, I, I have a hard time feeling sorry for that, but go ahead. I'm, I'll explain as to why. Of but course. Yes. And I want to hear what you have to say. But I'm saying, if you are light skinned and you are not pushed to excel at school, at sports, at whatever the case is, you're missing out. You're not fulfilling your. You're not. You're not being. You're not accomplishing anywhere close to your potential. I know. I've known, and I know of light-skinned girls who all they are at the end of the day, all they've been trained to be is pretty. Pretty dummy. Yes, all they've been trained to do is pretty. These girls had potential. These girls could have been track stars. They could have been scholars but because they were pretty like at a young age we label them and it's not necessarily that they were aesthetic to me it's just that that's what society says because you have a high color you are quote unquote pretty you are pretty light-skinned girl you're pretty high brown girl i think it, again it functions as a disadvantage if you were darker and you had to actually work hard and you actually had to do something with your life in order to succeed then maybe you might be a little bit off in our community Okay, and this is where I come in. Right. Um, no, I get what you're saying, but for me, I'm just having a hard time uh-huh. feeling anything. Feeling anything, you because uh-huh. it is a complete other thing. Because yes, she wasn't pushed, and yes, she was coddled, and oh, she's so beautiful. <laughs> but the other side of that, uh-huh. there are young girls and boys who are treated in such a crude way because they are darker. True. And that should be the, the little voice part that you use there. Because, no, but I just mean, it's like, yeah. you, your, your hair is ugly. Yeah. Your skin is ugly. It's true. You're it's expected true. Yeah, it's to, to be strong. You're expected to, you got to run. You got to be able to play basketball. You got, you, you, I you're like, this sounds so crude, but I, all you like to do is ride. You're yeah. treated as an animal yeah, yeah, true, when you are true. darker skinned. Mm-hmm. And this is not me, again, personifying like, oh, black this, black that. True. But it's just a fact of the matter is children that they are darker, we look at them in this kind of disdain. You're kind of, uh, but the lighter skinned one, oh, you're so pretty. I, I'm sorry. I just don't feel the same sorry empathy. because when you're saying, oh, she's not pushed, boo-hoo for you. But then when you look at the other dude who has to work triple to get half of what you're getting, mm-hmm. to even be considered anything, yeah. I have to be good at track. Yeah. But the I can't promotion, be good at. The I can't promotion just be, goes to you right. anyway. Yeah. I can't go. I can't just run. I gotta be good at javelin. I gotta be good at shot put. I gotta be good at long jump to be considered a real athlete. I have to be considered something when you're just pretty. You and you're on a basketball team, or you're on this. The the stars that we talk about a lot of times. And that we glorify a lot. Some of them are just really good looking, and their complexion kind of helps. Yeah, sometimes. it works. It works. Yeah. You don't hear about a lot of the darker ones because it just it is what it is, and it, it varies from sport to sport. It's not all sports are the same. Mm-hmm. But so for me, as somebody who is considered darker, I get it that for me, I now have to like push push myself. Yes, but the people around me have to like kind of check things. I'd be like, don't say that, don't say that, and I see myself thinking things before I say them. I'm like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm personifying something if I said this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of that's kind of dumb of me to say. Like, them kind of things I used to say when you're small and Filtering, blacky yeah. chan and, and... Yeah, and, you gotta and be careful. Large, you black, eh? Yeah, you gotta and you be ca- careful. You can't... Oh, you can see she teeth. Smile. And those were things that my white classmate said to me. Mm. Oh, if we were in a dark place or whatever, oh, Yannick smiles, I could see you. 
That was lit. That was it. And these are and, real and things. Would, they would treat you because you're darker. They would treat you like you don't have any feelings. Yeah. 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 And but again, that's, that's and in the moment like, you don't you don't think about it. Like in the moment, I wasn't thinking like this. Like oh, I'm being attacked. You know, like in the moment you just think like, oh, they're just being stupid. Yeah. But when you look back at things, you then see like, wow, that was kind of uh, that was like awful. wrong. It was yeah. a very bad experience. It was deep and some of you abuse. were racist. You were really racist. And I allowed things to happen because I didn't know any better. I allowed people to call me the N-word because I thought I, it had no, no, I had no feeling like about it. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, a friend of mine used it against me and we got into a fight. But this is somebody who I allowed to say it. Mm. I didn't check in before. But then when we got into an argument and used it, I then somehow yeah, was enraged. Your sight, your sight as what it was. But then right, here I am, meaning. this is somebody I allowed to, to say, say it. So for me, I just feel like we have to work on okay. ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I always talk to my dad about this kind of stuff. You have, we have to work on ourselves before we want someone else to see our plight to understand ourselves when we are doing infighting. We are fighting each other. Oh, this light-skinned person, this dark-skinned person, this. At the end of the day, one, we're people. Mm-hmm. And secondly, we are black. Regardless of whatever shade you are, if you stay in the sun, you don't stay in the sun, you're still black. And when we realize beyond gender, religion, whatever, we are still black, black Muslim, black Christian, whatever it is, black Israelites, we're all the same in the lens of someone else. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you want us to be taken serious and it's only some of us are to be taken serious and then you're forgetting some, they're going to look at you, but oh, you're going to disrespect them. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to talk about this dark person and think that they're beautiful when in your own community you don't say that they're beautiful? That's true. You don't respect that dark model. You don't respect this dark uh, athlete. You don't think that they're worthy of beauty. They're not the standard of beauty. You know, it's, it's, it's people don't think about that. We're fighting ourselves. We're fighting in our own community, whatever it is, not just black, because no one, people don't even start to write, but we always focus on ourselves and we're in the negative ones. In every in culture, every culture yeah. there are people, you're tearing ourselves down. We can't take you seriously, because I had friends that were from China, Taiwan, Japan, South Korea, and other um, Indonesia, stuff like that. But I just mean, there were some that were attacking each other. The, the Taiwanese kids didn't like, did like the Chinese kids. Oh, their heads are bigger. And, and for me, I was like, no, kid you not. They did not like them. They said they roll their R's too much. They have a sure shirt. Like they, they, it's, act, it's the way they pronounce. Their, this is the way they speak. They are more, it's an older way of speaking than mm-hmm. Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the Taiwanese kids did not like them. They did not speak to them. They did not want to talk to them. And there were about well, five, six Chinese kids in the, in the second school I went to. And there was predominantly a bunch of Taiwanese boys. And they didn't like them. They would never date the Chinese girl. They used to make fun of her. Um, it, it, it was interesting to see. And that's, Because could you even look at them and I tell? can. Yeah, I can. You could look, so you could look at Taiwanese and Chinese and tell the difference? No. No, I can, yeah. And Japanese, South Korean, for me, I can tell the difference between all of them. When people say China, all Asian look alike, it's actually not true. I can tell the difference. There are but subtle differences. You just diff- have to be exposed. You have yeah, to you have to be exposed. You have to understand because that just comes from me and not anybody telling me. It's me being exposed to the different kinds in one space. If you're just seeing Chinese, you're just like, oh, I'm Chinese. No. If you look at their, sometimes their teeth, Japanese people have different kinds of 
teeth. Mm-hmm. Their teeth are different because they allow certain things. Because in Japan, their standard of beauty is different. What is considered cute in Japan is like when they have those double rows sometimes. Oh. Those. The, the incisors, yeah? Yeah, the they allow that because it's considered cute. And they. There's a lot more of smoking and stuff, different things in, just like England when they have different teeth. Mm-hmm. They're different. So their standard of beauty is different compared to Korea, where they correct their double lid. They have the, the one lid, they, the monolid, they correct their double lid. And you could always tell when that's corrected. I have friends who did the surgery at 18. You can pay and you get your double lid. Taiwanese, their eyes are bigger. What is than a Chinese. double lid? A double lid? See, this is such a fascinating com- I I love educating. Um, you, I have a double lid, you have a double lid. They're in South Korea and other places, like on Chinese sometimes. From here, uh-huh. it goes straight here. There's no here. Oh, so that the, is a double lid. So, so, so. You could do so surgery. This, you really? Do surgery. But what do you do? Do you fill it? No, no, they, they cut it. They're cutting it in. Because I know girls used to do it with tape. You could tape in, because just imagine this is just out. Uh-huh. You push it back and you tape it to create the double lid. And that is a, a standard of beauty because they're trying to follow the, the Euro standard of beauty, which is oh. beautiful eyes um, of, of double lids. So for them, that is a thing that a lot of them fix. So, so yeah. they get rid of the double lid? They, double, they get rid of it. They get rid of it. Because again, that's a standard of beauty. In Japan, that's not a thing. That's not a conversation. But my South Korean friends, plastic surgery, is a, it's a thing. They, some, sometimes a lot of families... From birth of a girl, they start saving for her first surgery, whatever she wants. What? Most of them get double lids. Kid you not, this is, and they this get, is not they get me. Monolids. Yeah, they, no, they get double. They have monolids. Uh-huh. They have none, which is just the, you know, straight. Uh-huh. So the double lid is when they carve out and they get the thing. Because again, you could do it with tape. I knew a girl, she was from Hong Kong. And she was, but she was Canadian. She was a Canadian-born. So Hong they Kong. want, they want what I have. That's what yes, you're saying. Correct, okay, correct, okay, correct. Okay. Which is what blacks, uh, whites have. Which is no, none know. of us have. Monolith. I didn't know that was a. Thing. Correct. You didn't know that that was a thing, but it's a thing for them. They want to achieve that, that Euro standard of beauty, look, yeah. so they would adjust their eyes. Taiwanese people have, a lot of them actually do have double lids. They're born with it. So, and that's just evolution happening, mm-hmm. um, spreading around, you know, so evolution happening. So they have, yeah, so they have mm-hmm. double lids. Their eyes are different than Chinese people. For whatever reason, sometimes their hair texture is different. And these are things that you only see when you're exposed to both of them. So for me, I can spot someone that's from China. Sometimes they have to talk, but I would be like, okay, Chinese. Taiwanese is different. Japan, completely different. Again, they're into now, you could be tan in Japan and that's considered beautiful. South Korea, completely different. You're pasty white, beautiful. That's fine. Indonesia, that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah, that is a Beca- whole... And there's some that are um, Muslim, so the whole nother ball game where they cover themselves and stuff, but they're still considered Asian. So when, when I saw that, colorism or more like what's the word culturism culturism because it's it's just (laughs) culture basically it wasn't even color it was cultures Mm -hmm. and they were they were having infighting I was just like maybe I understand I like Chinese I like Asia and I like you're supposed to like one another but then you see that's you see that's ignorance correct no that was ignorance because I didn't know the history of why they were beefing I didn't know the history between why Taiwan and China have such you know friction but there are billions of people over there man oh yeah like, but again, it's ignorance when you just go up like, yeah, oh my God, you're fighting. Yeah, and that's why that's when people I'm look saying. at us and say that, it's like, I get it. I get when people say, but 
Y'all are small. But you, no, but it's like, but you do it. When you're like, when you're trying to say like, but you can't talk to Jamal like that. Yeah, yeah. But you talk but to you Jamal, talk to like, Jamal that. like that. Yeah. Like you call him black. And it's like, it's hard to make the distinction. And that goes back to, again, with me allowing people to say the N word or call me certain things. And then sometimes I want to cherry pick when I don't allow, when, it, when it's wrong. It's like, it's wrong. Completely. I can't decide when it's wrong. Because if I allow you to do it, and then you friend come out like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, that's him. He can say, it. you can't. What's the distinction? Because we're friends? Mm. It, to me, now we're well, muddying the, the thing waters. Is, the thing is, what, I think what people normally say is, because my friend is black and you're white. Uh, you're yeah, not no, from I, your... I, I live right next door to black people. That's all. The, I have black friends. How dare you? I could never be racist. Yes, you can. You can have black people in your family, in whatever other race you are, and, and you can be racist. be racist. So when people do those things, don't. For me, I just think it's confusing to other people because when you want to be taken seriously yeah. and you are fighting down your own people. So for me, I view life from the lens of if we are all not accepted, none of us would not. None of us would be accepted. So do you? So you're you're completely against what LeBron said the other day? Then what did what was what's going on? Oh what's, man, because you know listen, I'm, I'm paying her dust. Listen, what, what's this going listen, on? Listen, my brother. <laughs> what, what was he saying? Because what happened was I think the the owner of the Rockets. Yeah, I know um, something happened. He, he said. Yeah, he said he came like out he, again. He view, He said yay for Hong Kong. Yes, he was. Right, he, he was in support, support of what of doing. Hong Kong. Yeah, right. he was in support of freeing Hong Kong. And of course, the NBA does a lot of work. They're big in China. They're humongous They're big in, China. in China. In yes. fact, if you think about it, logically, their audience in China could easily surpass their audience of in the States. Of course. Like, not, it's not even a question. It's not yes. even a question. Because exactly, the NBA in the States is like, okay. It's 300 million yeah, people. Yeah. And that's not true. And tr- you see it's be empty all yeah, the time. Exactly. China, China is 1.5 billion people. When they people. go over China, they are like... Gods. And they're, they're selling gods. they're yeah. selling yeah. so much stuff. Right. So and what if, you think, if you think about it, they make the stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. in China. So like if you can just that sell exclusive it. stuff, they get it. Yeah. They get it before so like, yeah. we can so make what this did LeBron coin. Say? So what LeBron said was that he 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 was like Obviously, the guy spoke out. He doesn't really understand the situation, which is bull crap because it's really easy to, to, to understand the situation. I get it. I understand the situation yeah. now it's too. And I'm like, yeah, yeah just, it is. Because for me, I get it. Okay, let, let me, let me for, for our audience, because some people might not know. And this is not, you're right, because it's, it's not, not a conversation between me and yeah, you. Yeah, it's a conversation <laughs> between you and us and everybody. Yeah. So what's happening is um, Hong Kong used to be run by England. And for a very long time, they enjoyed the, de- the democratic process, the freedom of having a very dem- democratic society that was void of China's, op- well, I don't want to say, I'm not going to say oppressive, I'm just going to say regime. Because China is not a democratic nation, China is very communist, communist right? They, they, I think they call it social, uh, social communism, yeah. um, where everybody's on a level assigned by the government, right? Hong Kongese enjoyed that level of freedom where they could have freedom of expression, they could have freedom of entrepreneurship and their finances, everything was free, right? And when Britain left, I think it was in the 90s, I want to say it was in the 90s, I think it was in 92, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever. When Britain left, the Chinese government decided, okay, we're going to keep Hong Kong the way, even though we're in control, we're going to keep Hong Kong the way that it has been under Britain, to allow them to financially keep moving and growing and all of that, right? 
Lately, what happened that sparked this whole debate is that somebody was extradited. There was a guy who killed his wife, I think. Correct. And he went to Taiwan. He killed her in Taiwan. And when he came back to Hong Kong, um, the Chinese government basically sent him to prison without a trial. And it sparked a whole thing. And China just started just appointing people to just represent their interests in Hong Kong. And it, the Hong Kongese did not like it. Hong Kong people of Hong Kong didn't like it whatsoever, and they're starting they're to revolt, rioting and they're rioting the in the streets. They weeks. don't want to be another Chinese province. They want to be Hong Kong. They want to be their own nation. They want to continue to have the culture that they have of freedom and democracy and freedom Taiwan of choice. Wish, and also, Taiwan wish they could do that. And Taiwan wish they could do it, but they can't. Um, they told them they'd bomb them. They, they were. Luckily, well, they Hong Kong. No, Taiwan. Remember Taiwan, the island yes. by itself. So that's their response. We'll bomb you. Because where Hong Kong is, you might affect other people. With Taiwan, my friends literally told me they said they will bomb. Yeah, because Taiwan is a whole country by itself. Yeah, so they could, you could get it. Which is the same reason why it's called the Republic of, the Republic China, of China, China on, on Ta- Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and you have to say it democratically, yeah, uh, no, socioeconomically, right. They are still seen as a province of China yes. on a different island because they are in in. Um, Even though they have a president, professional terms. Yes, professional terms. They are. Even though they have because a if you president. identify them as their own place, China gets upset. Yes, if and you identify China Taiwan as a country, is a super because there was a uh, might have been Versace. They had a hoodie and they had all the names of the places that they're in, and they put Taiwan, and China was livid because it's like how dare you identify Taiwan as a country? Because it said just Taiwan. And they, they had to apologize to China. But even how we are saying it, we just said Taiwan. No, but, but we, do, we do it here all the time. All we say the time. Taiwan. But that's what I'm saying. Professionally, I know better mm-hmm. that I cannot, in a, in a certain realm, you can't say, say that. No. That, that. And that's what we say here in Zinkis. We say Taiwan. Yeah. But then on the, on the Podium, billboards the and stuff, it says Republic of, of China, China on, Taiwan. on Taiwan. Correct. All right. So... That's basically the background. What LeBron said was that the guy doesn't know what he's talking about right. and that free speech, I mean, even though we have free speech, there are repercussions, like you have to be careful about using your free speech and so on. And he also said that he's focused on getting people here through college. He's not focused on the Taiwanese and their situation because he can't speak on that and all of that. No, the thing is, when the guy, when the guy spoke out, when the, 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 um, the owner. owner of the Rockets spoke out, LeBron was on his way, as according to what I understand, he was on his way to China. So he has to kiss up. So, but he has to kiss up no matter what, because the NBA had to kiss up. Because, yeah, the, they said any player, current yeah, player, exactly. they don't speak out against No, them. you cannot speak out against what's happening in Hong Kong, because we have major ties to China. No, something else happened that was quite interesting. There was a game... Um, being played in the States and there were some people who had some um, some placards saying Free Taiwan on the sidelines. They told them to take and it off. And they were escorted off. Out, yeah. They yeah. had shirts. They, they had, had shirts they had as well. And they told them to take them off they or had, leave, yeah. Take them off or leave and of course they didn't take them off. So they were escorted out and a lot of people in America are in arms because it's like this is a free state. Why is it that we can't in any form, shape or form when it comes to the NBA say what we want to say when it comes to Taiwan, I agree when it comes with, to Hong Kong. I agree with LeBron in, and only this, is that free speech is free. But there are things that follow. So I totally agree and believe in free speech. And I, when people 
get upset when people lash out for you voicing your opinion. That's not it. You could say your opinion, baby, but I'm going to say what I want to say. Because I have free speech as, as well. well. Free speech works both ways. So when you have your speech and somebody comes out against you and you're surprised or you're suppressing, nobody's suppressing anything. You being able to say what you want. This is a free America and wherever, the rest, here. Yeah, yeah. We're a free country. We can say what we want. Mm-hmm. But there will be people, you could lose your job. You could this, you could that, because there are ramifications for that. Because people, I, this is such a crazy thing, because when people work for certain companies and they have certain views and they're caught um, saying the N-word and stuff, you represent that bank. You represent yeah. that law firm. You represent this. So when I call your law firm and say that Stephen Smith is out here doing this, is that your view? No. To show that you, you don't agree with that. You have to... Disassociate. You, dis- correct, and you're fired. And you're so when fired. people say, oh, not everybody should lose, it's like, yeah, but it's this thing called free speech. You're allowed to say what you want to say. But as a company, and I guess as I the NBA, I can come out and say, we don't have any thoughts. You see, <laughs> you, know, you know what's interesting? I think where the controversy comes is that, yes, that's true. It's 100% true, and I understand what you're saying. I agree. Every company has its own set of values and its own presentation how they want the world to see them. They have a face and they have values that they have to sustain, right? And if you come into conflict with their values, then you could be fired. But the thing is, what people are saying is that imagine people in Hong Kong are being persecuted openly. In our age, we see it. You don't have to be ignorant to it. You could do a simple search. You could go on on, on Google. You could go on YouTube. You could look at the videos. You could see people being beaten. You could see people being hospitalized for their views, Right, and the, the the mere fact that the NBA exists in America, and that they can't stand out to this persecution of innocent people, that raises the question of how how much does justice weigh when it comes to the NBA? It makes them look bad, even by association, because what you don't want to do is associate yourself with a, a fascist or communist, yeah. especially especially to this a dictatorial sort of system because that's what it comes out to Can be. Can't even have Facebook. It, ex- and even Apple has bowed to, to um thing. They took out the, the Taiwanese flag. They cannot use the Thai, not Taiwanese, the Hong Kong flag. They, they took it out of the emoticons. Really? Yes. You cannot have an emoji. I did not know that. I was going to say we, we could have the Hong Kong flag. But oh, they can't. In Hong Kong and in certain jurisdictions, in certain geospheres, they cannot have, they oh. do not have access to that emoji. Oh, because I was going to say, I just have, oh, Because wow. they were using that. it, the people were using it as a way to promote their own agenda, which is their agenda of freedom. That, this is what gets... And they're suppressed. And they're being suppressed by these companies. Now, it makes the companies look bad. I understand why the companies are doing it, but it's like... Your consumer... You are as a consumer. At the end of the day, you have to look at their consumer. And their consumers are, as we talked about, in China, there's a lot of people There's a ton lot of people. So do I speak up and alienate them and get the the ramifications of, oh, well, none of you can come over here now. And now you have lost on millions of dollars because you speak out on this thing. Billions, you, yeah, of you're right. Dollars. Billions, billions, because they have endorsements and they exactly. all kinds of different things. Exactly, so and they, they sell can block their, their products. Blessings. So beer. for me, everything is a is a business. It so is. I when you think about the NBA, it's NBA, but there are things that are businesses. It's a company. So them not speaking out or them having no thoughts. To be honest, I get it because again, it is about the bottom dollar. Because if 
you are an NBA team and you ain't making me the money, I can kick you off. And it's just it's justified because again, you're not making me money. If something is not making money, and I'm this is my line. If but well, you know what I'm saying. But if you're not making money, it's not making sense. Yeah. Like you gotta go. So I get that. Do I think it's right? No. By but morally, it is it, more, yeah, it, is it, it right? Is no. Awful. But because for it's them, not just the bottom NBA. line, bottom line for other people. Exactly. Because my thing is just have no thoughts. And but that's what I'm saying. The MB, you see it it Yannick, the situation. I wish it was. I wish it was more black and white. I wish it was more cut. And dry. Exactly, and it's not. And it's not. There's a lot of gray. There's a dealing lot of gray with area. What's happening yes, in Hong Kong? Because, because China if doesn't. They're free now. China doesn't. What about care? Taiwan? But you see, the thing is, China cannot allow Hong Kong to proceed. They yeah, cannot. Because then, then Taiwan because, has to up. Because exactly, and Taiwan then have and there are other provinces in yeah. China that are not happy. They are very persecuted people. They, 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 they got it's a big revolt. It's a whole thing. Camps, and if Hong Kong wins this fight, just set the China that you know now is forever changed. Forever because change. I'm, but Americans or and a lot of people look at it as very black and white. It's like free them. No, 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 no. Free them. No, 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 no. no. Free them because at the end of the day, it's like okay. That's over. They're freed. Okay, and then it's like for them, for America, forever. Yay, job accomplished. Yeah, we're we rock. We like free speech. But then it's like when Taiwan starts up now, are you gonna then like oh free them and then uh, free them? It's like wow. But so then you see the thing is it it's, like, goes, it's a pendulum. It's it, just like it, 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 yeah, it's, it's continuous. It's, it's dominoes. Yeah. Once one falls, it moves more fast. And then now, again, what is your relationship with China? Ex- but then you see the thing is China is not going to allow that to happen. This is so not. It's like they said, as you what? were saying, they pay for it with blood. They oh, would no, pay for it. With it no, blood, they said yeah. they would pay for it with blood. You know what they They're did the other day? They're not giving up. They're not giving up. You know what they did the other day? They paraded new technology and weapons. They had a whole weapons parade that was broadcast live. If you wanted to see it. You could just log on and you you could Can't watch see it, it on Facebook and you could see it now. No, imagine China who don't allow the U.S. to have any affiliations. They don't allow communicators to pass freely between China and America or any other place. They they, they have a whole they limit what you system. do and so yeah. They limit what you do. When Mims when Mims went to China the other day, she was on a fake IP thing and it wasn't working all the time. It just wasn't mm. like communicating with her was. One of my best friends moved from Taiwan to China because his dad had a factory in China. He had to run it for a little while. And he wasn't on Facebook. He had to use the IP to talk to us. And it was like a whole thing. And in factories, I'll eat his rice. And it's, it's just a whole different ballgame. And thing. he's from Taiwan. So he was like over here. He's, he hated it. He hated it. And in, and in everyone's Mainland. mind, all Asians are, are Chinese. Are everybody Chinese. No, it's like, not. no, he hated it. He hated the people he was around. He it hated is. where he was. He hated what they ate. It is he, a bubble. Yeah. It is a bubble of 1.6 billion people. It is, man, I tell you, and the thing is, again, when you break it down, it's amazing how much influence China has. Because China is very, China, the Chinese government reminds me of a 16-year-old um, schoolgirl. Ooh. Very, very emotional, very unstable. <laughs> very touchy. The slightest thing sets them off because as soon as that tweet went out, started to cut stuff. You had to China. apologize. They had to apologize immediately, but even delete after it. they apologized, it, yeah. even after they apologized, China still was taking steps. They were, they were closing stores. They were starting to cancel deals immediately. It's like, y'all think y'all are free? Okay. Here we go. Let's take that back. You remember when- the, you, you got remember four when, now. Let's take that back. Okay. You have three. You want to talk again? 
Because China see, doesn't, you see the thing is at the end of the day, China doesn't care as much about money. Not just that they don't care about money. They, they don't care as much about money as the state does. They'll they starve their people. Principles. They'll yes, starve their people. They would starve yeah. everybody but the government yeah. Yeah. in order to maintain one thing. Pride. Power. Uh, yeah, p- power, power and pride. Yes. They're just like, it goes hand in hand. Yes, but it yeah, is it's the like same. It's if the you, same. Oh, y'all want to think y'all are bad, okay. Do Keep it. talking. We won't buy this from you, but how are you going to say, don't worry. About that. We're going to drink water. And rice. That's it. And if that's what they have to do, they're going to do it. And America believe it. Oh, we're, like, we're going to gonna break in and help these people. You're going to free them. Free them to go away. China said, no, no, but you can't. You can't come in Chinese airspace. You can't come in there. Wa- nothing. You can't come near them. Right now, we don't even know about the secret war that's happening in the, in the, in the South China Sea. There's a wild thing. Like, even Chinese celebrities are not even what everyone thinks. There was this girl who I absolutely love. She's one of my favorite celebrities. And it was, it's, her name is Fan Bingbing. I love that name. Fan Bingbing. Fan Bingbing. Bing Bing. Fan Bingbing. Yeah. That was made for television. Yeah. You've seen her. She's been in a. She was one of. Um, hold on. I want to. I want you to see her so you get the thing. And she disappeared. She disappeared from for about a year. She owed the Chinese government. Take a look at her. She owned the Chinese government sometimes oh, some money. In, she was in something. She was in, in in America. I can't remember what she was in, but she was been in something. Iron Man three. Yeah. She was at the Met Gala. Yeah, she's she's a big celebrity. I think she, she was she in. She advertised for Louis Vuitton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she in the Meg? I want. Maybe she was in the Meg. I can't remember. There's a Lee Bingbing and Family Bing. But anyway, she's a huge, huge celebrity over there. Mm. She's one of the, she was the top paid actress in China. Period. She went missing for a year. She owed I them love money. This woman. And she was taken away. And put in somewhere. So, nobody knows where she went. And she had to come out and apologize and make put after a year of radio silence from the top paid actress because she was she, in X Men. Yeah, sh- thank you. She owed them. She owed the taxes or whatever. She owed the government, and they were saying like, you know how people like defraud them all the time, like celebrities that defraud them, mm-hmm. and uh, in America, I mean, like they defraud the government and they go try find other um, Shaolin. Yeah, she was in Shaolin. Um, she's been in a bunch she, of she, other things. I, I know. I've, I know. If I'm yeah, she's, Iron she's Man a three. big deal. And like I said, she was supposed to be a crossover actress. Yeah. She's coming to America and she's going to be a thing. And they, they gagged her. her. They shut her up and she disappeared. She was engaged to this millionaire. All of that was broken off because she, she disappeared. Owed, she, so she, so it's because she owed the Chinese government. She owed them. Yeah. She was. Yeah. She broke off the engagement. She's now like 38. It was a big. Thing. But China ain't to play with that. They ain't to play like, with. I tell you, and it's like even like, her career was put at a halt yo, just because she owed. When China sneezed, the whole world look at cool. And because it, again, they have, they have something that the world wants. Well, have met, they have a they few have a things, lot of things that, we that want. the world wants. And right now, China is is what two billion years. I want them. I want to make it. I want to say the right thing. I think it's either two billion years a week or two million years a week. Also, just just for clarification, she was not seen in public for 295 days. My God. 295 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tax evasion, that's what it was. Tax evasion and temporary disappearance. On May uh, 28th, 2018, she used social media to leak a redacted contract disclosing she was paid 10 million CN for her four days of work on on an upcoming film. 
The following day, they said they published a, a second redacted contract showing an amount of 50 million for the same job, suggesting that the smaller contract was intended for reporting to tax authorities. So she was lying how much she was making, saying she was oh, making 10 man. and she was making 50. So the government found out, and her full compensation was supposed to be 60 million CN. So they, um, the city tax authorities investigated her and she was suspected of tax evasion. And just on the, suspect, uh, the suspicion, she was later presumed missing due to her last public appearance. And 295 day, 293 days, she was missing. Not even locked up, missing. Just to get over this tax evasion thing in China. And she's Chinese. So imagine what they would do to, uh, you know, to anyone else. So it just shows... But the thing like, is, they don't even have to go to that... That's what I'm saying. Is like They don't have to go to that length because China has stuff that the world wants. They have manufacturing. Everything. Labor. They have labor. labor. They have cheap labor. Yeah. They also... The technology... They have access to all of the Western world's technology. The only thing that China doesn't have, I think, is... Freedom. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't going to say that. The military, the, the American military is generally based in America. Yeah. Like, the, the technology is developed in America. They don't allow any Chinese... China's still that girl, though. If you want, you want trouble, then go ahead, touch a the button. The other day, remember, they had some rockets on display. They had some new planes, some new stuff. That's just, that's just peacocking. It was, it, it's it, peacocking. It's the, just... Everybody knows what it was, but at the same time... They did it to let everybody know, hey, look, we are still very much in the game. We spend second only to the United States. Which spends, the United States is absolutely ridiculous with this military spending. It is, it is like, I want to say gag-worthy at this point mm-hmm. in time. It is, to me, they could cut it in half and they would still be ahead of everybody else. It's so bad. That if you combine the military spending of everybody else but the United States, you still wouldn't even come up to two-thirds of what the United States spend wow. on military. And that's in the entire freaking world. That's nuts. That is, in, that is ridiculous. And that's how you know that if you want to make money in the States, you got to go into the military. Uh, not go into the military, but be, um, what do they call that? When, you, uh, when you're sponsored, like you have, a, you have military... Like, say you make planes and do them mm-hmm. kind of things. Military contractor. Yeah, yeah, military contractor. Yeah, you have yeah. to be a military contractor to make money in the States. That's, that's really how it works. But I don't know. Yannick. I'm dead. Talking about... We've gone into so many things. We've gone into a hundred things. From the span of colorism. So, that's... But I think... It's I a think loaded topic. It is. Um, a loaded but I think, topic. I think something that you said earlier that, that, that kind of resonates and probably is my sticking point, my footnote, is... At the end of the day, even if you are lighter than me, you're darker than me, we, we have to see us as a unit. Even if you're from Jamaica, you're from Trinidad, unless we start to see like, everybody as a unit, we really won't No have, one's going to take us seriously. No. Nobody else. A bunch else, of little specks. Exactly. There are more people in Brazil than I didn't say. You know, so I'm just saying, like, unless we band together, I mean, we have the geopolitical, I guess, power if we band together as one unit we could then have a voice but we could have a voice if you if it's like well, nobody literally 20, 20 little voices it's like nobody cares bye, yeah bye. they no, could be can't take it seriously. like what how many people what 
36,000. That's down. like a small village. Yeah, like sit down. But if we all come together and we all use our voice and, you know, it's then. We are the Caribbean. Yeah, and it's a thing. And I was like, oh, wow, maybe I could take you seriously now because you've gotten your stuff together. But if we're focusing on colorism and this Classism. place too dark and you too light and you must be smart because you're light skin and you went to this school, but you talk, but make yourself and you're dark. It's like, you know, something is mind boggling. It is. It's about to be 2020. And these are the kind of conversations that we, still we need to have right. and people are not getting that it's the real right. thing and, and it and exists also, within our own community. And I think we're also doing a disservice to all our darker yeah. children. Um, we're doing a disservice. Like, we have to build them up. We have to yeah. tell them. We have to show them that they For are For me, I want fairness. Needs. I just want fairness. Yeah, just let me fear. <laughs> let me fear. That was supposed to be funny. Let me fear... <laughs> Let me feel, let it not just be for the fear. Yes. Let it not just be for the fear. That's a good place to end this little pod. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. I support right. it. Guys. It's a great talk. Um, Yannick, the brand, thank you so much for being on this show. Brother. Thank you for having me. I Man. hope you all enjoy and tune in for the next time that I will be on. Maybe <laughs> next week. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs> next week. Good God. <laughs> All right, guys, if you've been listening, again, thank you so much for listening to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. As usual, peace. No gang signs, guys. <laughs>